Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride. But for the first time in quite a long time, it's a live version of Let's Ride where I'm actually filling in Dave Schofield of the Scobro. The Scobro show is not happening today. The 4th of July, they are on, call it on assignment. Dave hasn't been talking about vacation too much since I kind of poked fun at him saying how much he's on vacation. But I told him, you know what? I'm going to fill in. I'll do the show by myself. Brian Davis is in the woods somewhere. I don't know, fiddling with sticks, whatever he does when he's out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm flying solo here on this 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, everyone. I hope everyone is having a very great and safe 4th of July. When I say safe, let's not pull a Jason Pierre Paul and do something stupid to the point where in a very crucial game at MT bank stadium in 2022, you can't bring down the opposing quarterback with that hand. I think, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know, and so hopefully you're having a great 4th of July. Look, this is going to be a question and answer style podcast for those that don't know. Um, I'm going to have a couple talking points at the very beginning, but ultimately I'm going to rely on you, the people that are watching this live. That's why it's let's ride live. I want to hear from you. I want to know your questions. You can ask me about the Steelers. You can ask me about Fans First Sports Network. You can ask me about the Steel Curtain Network. What's coming up? What's going to be big? I want to hear from you. So if you're watching this live, go ahead in the live chat, fill in those questions. I will answer them one at a time, get as many as we can done within this 30-minute segment, because then i got to go record my Let's Ride for tomorrow. I've got a special guest coming up. Uh, some news from our source coming in. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be really exciting. So I hope you all are able to check that out. Speaking of which, I do want to say that the Steel Curtain Network, this logo behind me, as well as the logo you see if you're watching live on YouTube, Facebook, or on Twitter, you can buy some gear that has that on that. Have you not, did you all know that? Yeah, just got started. We just opened up the Steel Curtain Network store. If you go to my Twitter account, at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T, and go down to my feed. I will actually probably pin that or I'll create a link tree so that you all can find it. Find where I said there's a Steel Curtain Network store. You can go on, you can buy t-shirts, hoodies, you name it. And we're also getting some ride or die t-shirts. Almost done. We are almost done with that. So I'm excited for that. All right, enough of that stuff. Enough of the news. There is no news with the Steelers and that's a good thing. I do want to talk a little bit about the topic 
and that's the strengths of the 2023 Steelers. They remain relatively unknown, right? I mean, when you think about it, Steeler fans are very optimistic by nature. Most of them are. I know I am. And so they're one of those, they're, there's people, the, the Steelers fan base, where when they think about the strengths, well, they start rattling off these names. You know, maybe this, this happens when I talk to people that I've never met before. And they, they ask me, I, I, I go back a month ago when I was at a tournament, uh, a scramble back in Wheeling, West Virginia, where I grew up. And all these people that know what I do about the Steelers and I cover the team, they always come up to me and say, hey, Jeff, what do you think about the team? I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns, you know? It's a lot of unknowns. However, what do you think about the team? Well, they go, oh, I think Kenny Pickett's going to be great. Hey, yeah, I hope he is. Well, I think that George Pickens is the guy. Well, yeah, me too. I hope he is too. What about defense? So here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Steelers' strengths. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest where you have a situation where you have TJ Watt, proven commodity. Mega Fitzpatrick, same. Cam Hayward, ditto. Go to the offensive side. Where are the proven commodities? I'll throw in Patrick Peterson on the defense, even though I think that there are some fans that are skeptical about his age. They're skeptical about what he's going to do in the offense. I understand all that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing for me. When I think about the Steelers on the offensive side, where are the known commodities? Where are they? To me, they're relatively unknowns. You could even go back to defense if we want to keep talking and throwing out names like Larry Ogunjobi, a great. But have we seen Larry Ogunjobi at full strength? What does that even look like? We haven't. He was banged up last season, all last season. He was banged up before that. That's what got the the Chicago Bears. The contract that was extended to Larry Ogunjobi, nullified. Nullified. Failed the physical. So we haven't seen Larry Ogunjobi at full 100% for any length of time. So Mike Tomlin can say, yeah, he's the best is ahead. Sure. But I haven't seen it. I want to see it. Not proven, in my opinion. Kenny Pickett looked great down the stretch. I mean, he looked like he had the capabilities and the makings of a franchise quarterback. He hasn't done it for a full season. Not saying that I am not saying that I don't think he's capable. Please understand that if you're listening to this podcast. I am not in no way, no way, shape, or form suggesting that Kenny Pickett is not capable. He is, but he hasn't done it yet. George Pickens, everyone says, oh man, George Pickens is going to be phenomenal. I hope and I think that he will be. But ultimately, it comes down to he's got to show us that he can run better routes. He's got to show us that he has, is a more complete receiver. And that's going to be important. Deontay Johnson, maybe the closest thing, maybe he and Pat Fryermuth, maybe the closest things to a known commodity, a known strength, since we're focusing on the title of the podcast. You know, you're talking about these guys that Fryermuth, has he really gelled with Kenny Pickett outside of those two-minute drills? Not really. Hopefully he gets there this year. Deontay Johnson still struggles with the drops from time to time. Didn't have the yards after the catch last year. And oh yeah, by the way, didn't hit pay dirt at all. That's a problem. That's a problem. So for me, I think about this and I think about the Steelers. If I, if I take a, a realistic look at this team, a realistic look at the roster, the Steelers strengths are, are, are there in potential. That's it. They're not there as it pertains to, we know that this guy is that good. Yeah, you can say that about TJ Watt, Mega Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward. And if you want to throw that in with Alex Highsmith after a 14 and a half sack season, you can. That's fine. I, I'm fine with that. Go back and look how many sacks he had without TJ Watt in the lineup, and you might second guess that. Just saying. But like in the live chat, Chris Haney, my cousin, Chris Haney, who happens to be one of the guys that works the store that they is selling the gear. So give that, give him a shout out there. Um, support your colors in Warwood. 
what about the offensive line is what Chris says. Well, the offensive line, all five players last year returned. They could have, they could have ran it back if they wanted. You could have gone the same left to left tackle to right tackle. Dan Moore, Kevin Dotson, Mason Cole, James Daniels, and right tackle Chooks to core for. The Steelers said we're not going to sit around and just wait for development. We're not going to keep our fingers crossed and hope that Kevin Dotson somehow, some way finds a way to get his act together. No, they're not, they're not waiting for that. So for that, I look at this offensive line and say that now, even though they were a strength at the end of last season, they were a strength only in the fact that they didn't get hurt. They became a more cohesive unit based on that fact. Now is the cohesion there? Is the cohesion there when you're talking about a situation where you have Isaac Samalo in now? He's we're assuming he's going to be the left guard. And that Kevin Dotson is going to be bumped to either trade bait or he's going to be bumped to interior depth. Then you look at, well, left tackle. Is it Dan Moore? Is it Broderick Jones? If Broderick Jones wins the starting job, earns the starting job at left tackle, does Dan Moore beat out Chooks on the right side? All these question marks surround this team and this offense, and in this case, what Chris said, the offensive line. They're not known commodities, not yet. You know, it's it's far and away from that offense back in the Killer B era when that offensive line, when you talk about Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro, Alejandro Villanueva, Ramon Foster, uh, Marcus Gilbert when he was with the team, Kelvin Beecham even, it, they, they were known commodities. They were phenomenal football players. But this group is going to have to forge a new identity, assuming that Sam Allo's in there, assuming that eventually Broderick Jones gets in there. It cannot be given. We all kind of have this approach sometimes to the Steelers where we think that, well, because we're talking positively about the offseason and the acquisitions that were made from Andy Weedle and Omar Khan and the whole front office to the really great 2023 NFL draft class, we don't know if those draft classes are going to pan out. No clue. So when we're talking about the strengths of the Steelers, there are some known commodities, but we can't say that they're as vast as some of us are saying at this stage in the game. Can it change quickly? Absolutely. Training camp, preseason, you start playing a little bit better. You start seeing the product on the field. But even then, we're always going to have a little bit of a, I don't know if this is right until we see it in the regular season. Go out and show it against the San Francisco 49ers. That's when we see. That's when we see it actually come to fruition. That's when all of a sudden those the potential and I've said this on my Let's Ride podcast. For those of you that don't know what the Let's Ride podcast is, I guess I should have started with this. It's an audio-only show that's typically on just our, wherever you can find your podcasts. You'll see it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. It's just me. I'll have guests on talking about everything from like a Monday morning conversation in the offseason. Jeremy Betts joins me on Fridays for the All Bets Are Off segment. So for me, the, I, I've talked about potential as, is such a dangerous word. Everyone talks about potential. Why is it dangerous? I, I was a coach for a long time. And so I think personally, people would say like, oh, there's a ton of potential. That doesn't mean you're going to live up to it. It means it's there and it exists, but you got to live up to that potential. So Kenny Pickett, ton of potential. He's got to live up to it. George Pickens, you've seen, we could run down the whole laundry list of players that fall into that category. So there you go. All right, let's go. Let's get to some questions here. I know I saw some coming in. Get off my soapbox for a little bit. Uh, oh my gosh, people want me to do. <laughs> Robert wants me to do a live podcast every night somewhere. I do have kids. Like I have five kids and a wife. I, I don't know if she would be cool with that. Maybe we'll figure out more live shows. We'll see. Brian Brown, do you think 
let's see here. Let's get this on the screen. Do you think the Steelers are going to play a lot of 13, 10 type games? You know, great defense, slow offense. Unfortunately, I could see those type of games existing in 2023. My hope is that it's just not the norm. Uh, if I'm thinking about one thing that I want this Steelers offense to do better, it is to finish, finish those drives. We saw in the second half of last season, great time of possession, dominating the time of possession. Third down conversion percentage was really, really fantastic. Kept drives going, kept the defense fresh. But what was the main issue? The main issue was is that in the red zone, they failed more than they succeeded. 18.1 points per game is just not enough. So yes, could you see 13 to 10 games? I think you could. But I'm hoping the Steelers, in my opinion, I'm, I think the goal for them, and this sounds kind of crazy, I'm thinking 24 points per game. 24 points per game. It's not a touchdown difference, but it's a significant jump in the right direction if they could average 24, which then makes me absolutely sick to my stomach to the fact that in the Killer B era with Todd Haley, yes, Todd Haley, remember what the goal was? The players said it. The coaches said it. They talked about it. What was the goal? The goal was 30 points a game. 30 points a game. <laughs> 18.1 last season. <laughs> 18.1. So there you go. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, let's see here. Kathy said, do you think we'll see anything relevant against the Bills? Uh, it's a preseason game. They could, but I, I, I don't know. You know, that was a question that someone posed to me in the mailbag segment a couple weeks ago, and that was, how do you think the Steelers will, how do you think they will manage their players in the preseason? That's really tough. I mean, you have Kenny Pickett, who, while he did get a lot of experience last year, he does need the repetitions with his starters. And how do you get him what he needs without the increased risk of injury after last season with TJ Watt, let's not forget in that third Detroit game, the third preseason game, TJ Watt gets rolled up on TJ Hawkinson goes low. He ends up having to have his knee scoped out when he was uh, on injured reserve. Let's not forget that. That doesn't need to happen. TJ Watt doesn't need to play. And then you talk about DeMonte Casey breaking his forearm in that same game. He goes on IR served a suspension during that time, but still, he doesn't have some of these guys. We don't need to see them play as much. So I don't know if we're going to see much. I, that's that's going to be a tough thing to. That's going to be really intriguing for me as someone that covers the team. I want to see how the Steelers handle the preseason. We'll see. All right, let's go to Caden. Uh, he said, "What what do you think our record is going to be?" That's tough. That is tough. I'll tell you why it's tough. It's tough because I'm an optimist. I am always, I've always been an optimist. I've always been someone that feels like they, they can win the Super Bowl every year. That's even, even in years where you're kind of deep down and in your logical brain, you know that that's probably not going to happen. I've always felt that there's a chance. So I'm going to give you a ceiling and a floor. I'll say that the ceiling for me this year is, is 13 wins. So 13 and four. I think the floor is nine and eight again. So anywhere in between there, get to double digits. I think you have a good shot at making the playoffs. And that's really, it's really what the focus should be. That's what the focus should be. So let's go. Let's go to the next question. Vinny, Vinny asked, how many times do you think we could score 30 in a game? We've only done that twice in the last two seasons. It's yeah. Those are, those are facts, Vinny. Like those are facts. I, I can't sit here and tell you that I, I have this unknown gut feeling that it's going to be so much more than that. Cause I can't say that. I can't say that at all. 
what I can tell you is though that I think there are going to be major improvements in the offense just from a a roster perspective. The offensive line is going to be better. Should equate to a more efficient running game. Should open up things for the passing game. It may sound crazy, but I really do think that it's one of the those situations where if they can just finish drives. I mean, I went back and I was watching like some George Pickens highlights. And every time I was like, oh, the Steelers are driving, Steelers are driving. And all those drives just ended in field goals. If they can just finish drives, I'm telling you, there's going to be more 30 points in a drive than you think. So I, I understand it was bad last year, but let's also understand the overall scope and spectrum of what was happening with a rookie quarterback, uh, an offensive line that did stick together, but ultimately, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, let's find the next one. Here we go. Ah, Tate, our boy Kevin Tate, Tate boys. He's hey Jeff. Do the Steelers keep seven wide receivers with Jordan Bird being seven as a return specialist? And again, so here's here's the thing here. So I, I think that I don't think they keep seven. I think they keep six. And the reason why I think I keep six is it's going to all depend on the special teams aspect of things. So go back to go to a different position. You brought up wide receiver. That's fine. Let's talk about running back. At running back, who's your RB three? Everyone thinks it's Anthony McFarland right out of the gate, but is Anthony McFarland going to give, give you any special teams reps at all? Whether it's a returner, whether he's a gunner, I don't know. I don't think he's a gunner. I don't think he's capable. If they get, they keep Miles Boykin and James Pierre, they're your gunners right there, just so we're clear. I think they keep six, but I do think also that you have this ability for the Steelers to kind of find roster spots for people that can figure out something to do. You bring up Jordan Bird. Um, uh, Alfonso, his name escapes me. The other running back, he could be another one if they can show their worth. I personally hope the Steelers don't have a return specialist on the roster. Don't waste a roster spot on a guy, especially with the kickoff rules that have changed. Don't waste a spot. I would hope that someone like Calvin Austin the third could do it. If it's kickoffs and you keep Anthony McFarland, he could do that as well. I don't want to see them waste a roster spot on a guy that's not going to be playing too much. But that's just my own personal opinion. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. For those of you that are watching live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, we're not going anywhere. We'll be back in a few seconds. If you're listening in the audio side, stay tuned. Afterward from these sponsors, we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome back to this Let's Ride Live. I actually like this. I'm not saying I'm going to do it all the time. I do like just being in a, in a studio sort of setting where I'm not on the screen all the time. Um, but I will say... I'm going to be doing some really heavy lifting this week with Brian and Dave both gone. Obviously, this show is going to be your live YouTube show for Tuesday. There's not going to be a Scobro show based on the fact that Dave and his brother are at the beach. Um, Brian is in the woods. So you'll have me uh, not only for my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You also have me for the Here We Go Steelers show with Coach KT Smith on Friday at noon. And you'll have me for the Steelers preview. Who's going to be joining me? I don't know. Hey, Tate, if you want to do it, you and G can come on. We'll do the Steelers preview together. Let me know. Hit me up on the Slack channel if you're interested. All right, let's get another question here. Misery Donuts, who is the third running back this season? Again, I'm going to go with the leader in the clubhouse, and that is Anthony McFarland. Uh, I just think that the Steelers, I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that Calvin Austin the third can be their return specialist, that someone that can be out the back there and be reliable. At this point, if it's punt returns, I would be fine with them platooning Deontay Johnson back there. Remember what they did with Santonio Holmes back in the day? Santonio Holmes didn't return punts unless it was a returnable situation. And then they put him back there. Like, hey, here we go. This this punt could be returned. Go back there. They did it with Antonio Brown as well. More recent example. I would be fine if they did it with Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson was the last player to return a punt for a touchdown for the Steelers. I believe it was in 2019, and it was against Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. That was the last time the Steelers had a punt return for a touchdown. That's a long answer for saying, I think Anthony McFarland is the third running back this season. So there you go. All right, let's go Brian Brown. He said, while the Steelers have a middle linebacker shortage, they're pretty loaded up at edge. Do you think a player like Quincy Roche can make the cut? I don't think that Quincy Roche is going to make the cut after they signed Marcus Golden. I thought the writing was on the wall and they draft uh, Herbig that you you need four unless they feel like Quincy Roche is having like a two czar skipper type preseason and they, they don't want to let him go. But for me, I think the middle linebacker shortage, you know, I talked about this and if you've missed any of my less ride podcasts, go back and check them out on the audio side. I had Michael Beck. Yes. Former Michael Beck used formerly of BTSC and the steel curtain network. Um, I had Michael Beck on. He brought up a really good point. He said that maybe there's some players on this team that are going to have roles that we're just not expecting. And he brought up a couple names. I brought up a name of like Elijah Riley. Not that Elijah Riley is going to be playing inside linebacker, but could he play an inside linebacker role in certain packages, like where they're trying like a dime package? Maybe Um, Keanu Neal could be flexed down into the inside linebacker role in certain positions. Absolutely. What about Tanner Muse? Is it that guy was a jack of all trades at Clemson? I'd love to see them find some way somehow to use his athleticism. So maybe there isn't a middle linebacker shortage the way that we, the fans, think. Maybe they have a plan. We don't like to think that they have a plan, but maybe they actually do. I don't know. All right, let's see if we have any other questions. Uh, Jeff Hewitt says, if Kenny gets two more concussions again this year, is his career over? Okay, now let me answer this the way I have as uh, a former coach who's gone through a ton of concussion training in my career. 
not every concussion is the same. So I know it's a brain injury. Essentially what it is, it's when the brain moves in the skull and typically is bruised. And so you got to let it heal. But something to remember is that if you are in the concussion protocol in the National Football League, it does not equate, does not mean that you had a concussion. So think back to prior to the Sunday night game against, I think it was in week four against the Miami Dolphins. It could be wrong about the week, but I know it was a Sunday night game. You know, Kenny Pickett goes down, leaves the game. He's in the protocol. Mike Tomlin came out on Tuesday and said, he's he looks good. He's passing every test. He's He's progressing through the protocol. What does that tell you? That tells you that they removed him because they were concerned. Symptoms might have been present, but that does not mean that he had a concussion. So what happened? He played every snap. He practiced all week. That tells me he did not have a concussion. And one thing else that, that tells me he didn't have a concussion was if you listen to a, a Pat Fryermuth was on a podcast last offseason. Remember Pat Fryermuth had all those concussions. And everyone was concerned about his health as well. He said one of those, I didn't even have a concussion. They had me in the protocol and they held me out because I, I had a concussion earlier in the year. But that second one, I was in the protocol. And they just, they literally wouldn't let me play. They, they said, I, he said, I didn't have a concussion. So that tells me the protocol also sometimes holds players out just to kind of protect them from themselves. So there is a, the, it, it makes sense when you look at it from a global perspective. In this case, Kenny Pickett did have a concussion later in the year. It's when he missed a game. It was a game in Carolina. That's when Mitch Trubisky started that game. I, I think that, you know, with concussions, you do have to be careful, but ultimately it's like any other injury. If you give them a chance to heal, that they'll typically be fine. Now, excessive concussions is different. And I also think that not letting it heal is when you can run into some serious issues when it comes to a brain injury. But just like a hamstring pull, not every hamstring pull is the same. Some can put you on injured reserve six to eight weeks out. Some you can be out for a week and be good to go. So it's tough. I know there's concern, but we just got to take it uh, one step at a time. All right. Let's go with uh, Vinny. Another question. How many sacks for TJ this season, pending a healthy season? Thought about this. I'm going to go, and again, the last time he had a healthy season, he had 22 and a half, so it's really tough. I think, for me, I'm going to go with 16 and a half. And that, people are like, that's a down year. It's not that bad. <laughs> 16 and a half sacks is a really good year. And I think Highsmith is going to have more as well. So I'm going to go with 16 and a half for TJ this year, pending a healthy season. Like you said. All right. Uh, let's go with Brian Brown. He has another one. Do you think the Steelers will lead the league in turnovers? I know it's a goal for the Steelers defense. I have some concerns about this. I have some concerns based on cohesion. Think about the 2022 Steelers secondary. All right. Everyone just think about this for a sec. You had Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds is gone. So now here comes Keanu Neal. Demonte KZ is there. He missed a lot of last year. At least he has some experience in the defense. So then you look at cornerback. They had Akella Witherspoon, Cam Sutton, Arthur Millette. They're all gone. So you have Levi Wallace back. You bring in Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, by the way, had a phenomenal year last year. And it, it really boiled down to the fact that everyone just thinks that because he's older, he can, how, how long can he do it? It's kind of like the Cam Hayward scenario. You know, he's playing at a high level, but I mean, how long until how long until father time catches up with him? Like, that's the ongoing question. So I understand, but I think he's going to be really good. But Patrick Peterson's in, and then Arthur Millette's out. Chandon Sullivan is in, 
And then you look at these two rookies, Corey Trice Jr. and Joey Porter Jr. How do all these pieces fit together? How are they gelling? The cohesion there. That's what equates in, to me, turnovers. There's only one way. There's only one way. And the Steelers are definitely capable of this one way of them creating turnovers when the secondary might not be at their peak, when they might not be at that point where they're really clicking on all cylinders. I think you all probably know what that one way is. And that's you got to harass the quarterback. If you harass the quarterback, if you hit the quarterback, I think about Marcus Golden. He did not have the sack numbers last year, but you know what stats he did have? Quarterback hits. The dude had double-digit quarterback hits last year. That tells me that he was getting to the quarterback. He wasn't sacking the quarterback. Sure, you'd love to sack the quarterback, but if you hit the quarterback, you're around the quarterback, good things will happen. And so for me, when I think about the pass rush, if they can get home on a regular basis, if they can be those guys that are harassing the Joe Burrows of the world, um, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, obviously I'm just talking about the, the quarterbacks within the division. There, There is your key to success. There is your key to covering up a secondary that might not be that great, at least at the beginning of the season. Because what you have is this cornerback situation where, yes, you have Joey Porter Jr., which is fantastic. I think he's going to be a great player, but he's going to be ready in week one. No, probably not. So Levi Wallace and Peterson are your outside cornerbacks. Who's in the slot? Is it Sullivan? Is it someone like Elijah Riley, who I spoke about on my Let's Ride podcast um, on Monday with Michael as a player who's really upped his stock this offseason? The, the coaches are unbelievably happy with Elijah Riley giving him a legitimate shot to make the team. That comes from inside the, the Steelers facility with our sources. So for me, I just don't know how it's all going to look. I think that, you know, you look at last year, the Steelers tied for the league lead in, in interceptions. They didn't in takeaway. I would rather see, I'd love to see the Steelers lead the league, maybe not in takeaways, but in differential. Lead the league in differential. That's where it's, that's where it's at. That's where it's really at. Leading the league in differential. Because if you can take it away and not turn it over a bunch, that's that's really great. All right. Let's see. Robert asks, how come you left DK Sports? Wow, we are really diving back into the old treasure chest here. Um, I will just say that we'll just cite it as um, a difference in vision for what everything looked like and where it was going. Um, and so we just called it an even split. I came back to behind the steel curtain. He moved on with his coverage. That's fine. All's well. No hard feelings. Moving on with my life. Some big things ahead coming up for us. And that flag right there. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. But uh, yeah, hey, that's a question. I'll answer any questions. We have a few more minutes. So if you have questions, fire away. I know that the a lot of people are wondering about Fans First Sports Network. Fans First Sports Network's website is officially going to debut this Wednesday. Holy crap, that's tomorrow. I just realized, for those that are watching live, my days are so out of whack right now. Maybe it's because the fourth is on a Tuesday. I don't know. I, I I literally don't even know what day it is anymore. I have to look at my like podcast schedule. Like, oh, today is a Tuesday. I have to record Let's Ride for Wednesday morning. So there you go. All right, Brian Brown. He says, how much do you expect the run game to improve with the new O-line, one of the best or mediocre? I think they could definitely be top 10. And it, in, what, in what metric, I guess, are you talking about? You know, in, in terms of metrics, are you talking about rushing yards per carry? Are you talking about overall yardage? I look at yards per carry. Uh, last year, they were like muddling in the lower threes. 
get that junk over four. Let's see him break off some big runs. I do think it's going to be much improved. I think they could be top 10, best case scenario, top five, if that line stays healthy and the running backs stay healthy. Afton Forward asked a question, what are you most excited to see this season? I'm just really excited to see, I'm excited to see everything that we've questioned this entire offseason. I want to see the rookies. I want to see Kenny Pickett's development. I want to see the same development with George Pickens and Connor Hayward. And I want to see Calvin Austin, the third for the first time play in an actual game. Even if it's a preseason game, I want to see it live. I want to see it. I want to see TJ Watt proving all those doubters wrong, that his chest is healthy and that he is able to be a hundred percent and all that prove the doubters wrong. I want to see Cam Hayward still be a dominant force. I want to see the secondary, all that great stuff. I want to see it all. So to answer your question, I want to see it all. That's plain and plain and simple. Robert asks, what will be on that website? Well, our website is going to consist of all of the podcast feeds that we currently have at fans for sports network, which we continue to recruit. So we're just, I think we're just shy of 100 feeds. Okay. 100 feeds. So we're going to have an opportunity and a place for you as a Steeler fan to find other podcasts. So let's say you are a Pittsburgh fan and you've never, you didn't even know, maybe you listened to us, the steel curtain network, but you didn't know that we have a really good pirates podcast called talk the plank, which is actually their name. You can go there and check it out. You can find them. Same as if you like the penguins, you love the, there it is. There it is. Pittsburgh penguins. You love the penguins. Well, the skating penguins podcast network, which is their actual name. You'll be able to find it there. You'll find a lot of my written work on both the NFL sports landscape. And like I said, there's some big news coming from the steel curtain network. So yeah, be on the two. We've got to look out for that. Well, we'll definitely put that. Find me on Twitter and I'll be sharing that soon. All right, let's go to um, Jeremiah. Will you be live from training camp? Once that opens, that will be, that will be here before you know it. Yes, July 26th. The Steelers are actually the last team to report to training camp in the in the NFL. Will I be there? I don't know. I don't have any plans right now to go, but will I be there? I don't know. We'll see. If we do, if I am there, I will be going live for sure. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Someone's at a Shania Twain concert. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. So Michael did. Well, I'm going to put this up, even though it's not a question. Uh, Finally made a live show, was at a Shania Twain concert last night, walked up to a man in a Lambert jersey. Steelers family has no boundaries. I saw a video, it was a clip of a, of the Pirates when Carlos Santana hit a the walk-off home run against the Brewers last week, and there was a dude wearing a Jeff Reed jersey there. That's that's the Jeff Reed jersey, made it to PNC Park for that huge moment. That's hysterical. I would never think to wear a Steelers jersey to a Pirates game, but that's just me. All right. Uh, let's see here. Where will you put the time for all the live podcasts for steel curtain network? Um, that's from Robert. Uh, we will still be doing all of our content and it'll, it'll live here on our YouTube feed and all that stuff. So yeah. Uh, where will we put the time for all that live? We, we always had the time. We're going to make the time. No doubt about it. Uh, Gavin said, is this show going to be on YouTube now? No, not permanently or anything like that. My, my let's ride podcast from my ride or die crew. Those are my loyal listeners that have been listening since day one in 2020. This is my fourth season now, uh, third or fourth, uh, doing this show. Never missed a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. You can check it out every Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, wherever you find your podcast. Search Steelers. You'll see the Steel Curtain Network, the logo that's in the, where is it? Corner. There it is. Corner of your screen right now. Uh, click on it, and you'll catch Let's Ride every Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. I might do some of these. I like interacting with the fans. That's always fun. All right, let's get it. We see if we have any more before we end it. 
Uh, Jeffrey, master of 50 and under kicks and paper towel dispensers. You got it. All right, everyone. Hey, Rich Schofield chiming in. He'll be at training camp one day, so make sure you check it out. Check him out. Big bro. All right, let's talk about this. What's coming up for you all? Steel Curtain Network for a content tomorrow, uh, Wednesday on the YouTube channel. Still going to have the curtain call. We're having some changes here. Okay, we're having some changes. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked that we didn't have any type of exit from some of these people, but uh, Jeffrey Benedict, uh, he's, he's going to be stepping down in all regards. Uh, he's got to deal with some family stuff. He's not going to, uh, he's not going to be podcasting anymore. That includes the cutting room floor in the mornings, as well as his show uh, on Wednesday night. So we're going to be getting Shannon white, a new co-host for Wednesdays. We'll let you know who that is. I'm sure it'll still be a great show. Um, I'm this week, Thursday on the Steelers preview. I'll be back. And then the homies will be back on Friday. Next week, we'll be back to normal with Dave and Brian and everyone's back. So, be on the lookout for Mitch. I, I really appreciate it. Brian Brown. I'll ask, I'll ask, where's Tony? Tony is still around. Uh, he, he's got a new job. He's just, his work schedule's crazy. We're seeing if we can find a spot for him. It's it's a work in progress, folks. We're moving and shaking. We got some changes coming up. We will uh, definitely let you know what's going on. So, folks, thank you. Everyone that tuned in on the 4th of July here in the afternoon, I appreciate every one of you for doing this. You are the best. Our Steelers fan base is the absolute best. If you haven't checked out Let's Ride, do that. Only where you get your audio-only podcast. So go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. A Stitcher is actually gone now. Anchor, Pandora, uh, Spotify. Search Steelers. You'll find the Steel Curtain Network and check out some of our audio-only con- audio only content. It's really good stuff. In the meantime, as I always end my shows, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your 4th of July. My gosh. Come by quick. We'll see you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>